Hello, Dee! Another podcast of these two lovely girls from the UK. Hi, Jay. Welcome and thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everybody. Um, I never stop talking. Um, okay. Hi, Dee. So, uh, people. Well, we what we wanted to say is lots of people listened to our last podcast. Thank you. And... Um, you know, even a listener from New Zealand, which I think is pretty cool. It could be someone using a VPN to say they're in New Zealand, but I'm, I'm ready to believe that this person was in Auckland and they found ours and they listened to it. And I want that listener to email us on okaysorrybutt at gmail.com and tell them, tell us who they are, because I don't know how it got out that far, but um, we're really excited. We've got US listeners, which God knows where they came from. And I hope they listen again, no matter what we say about their country. Um, we that. had Argentinian ones that, again, after what we said about their country, they still wanted to listen. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, we had my sisters listen. They're not bitches. They're lovely, lovely women who have helped me a lot in their life. So I just wanted to, you know, print a retraction about that. Um, and of course, I had the Catholic guilt, the whole like, since we put it up that I'm like oh no I called them a name I feel so horrible and um so sorry gals and I uh yeah I'm really excited about our listeners so thanks everybody we had we actually had quite a few listeners that were very surprised um I think it was just from our marketing on Facebook and um <laughs> uh, but I mean like I said New Zealand person you go you know thanks sis and U.S. got people we hope you didn't turn we didn't turn you off from listening anymore Yes, definitely. And if you want to know what we are doing in the week while we prepare the podcast, you can join us on Facebook, where our name is O and last name Sorry But. You it's can join okay. us on Twitter. It's okay, but oh, that's okay. Okay, sorry, okay, sorry oh. but it's okay. <laughs> we know who we are. They sorry. know us. I don't even I don't even know the name of my podcast. You know what? It's fine. Go to the website. And you can click everything there. And I do want to say something about the website. There's this stupid thing that says donate now. I've tried to get that off the website. We are not asking for donations, um, but that button will not leave. I've even deleted it. And then when I've refreshed the page, it was back there. So please don't expect us to be asking for donations. It's, I can't get rid of it. No, no, we so, don't need your money, guys. No, we, no, we don't need your money right now. Thanks. Um, I mean, it made me feel free, but no, no. We, there's, there, so if you click on that, there's, a, you know, a 404 error. So please don't just disregard that button. I'm still going to try to get it off the website. Um, like I said, I just learned how to build it that day, last Sunday. So yeah, it's a work. Yeah, and if yeah, and if you want to follow us on our social media, just go there, guys, because yeah, I don't know the name of. Okay, go, go to okay, sorry, but and at the top, you will see all of the links to our socials. Anyway, um, so yes, big yeah. shout out. The internet is very bad. I mean, guys, we are really sorry. We've been getting these uh, messages saying that the connection is unstable. It was you know, really bad last week. Yeah. Don't blame us. We pay our bills. It's from my um, for some reason we don't get signal anywhere in this country. I've had an issue with getting a signal in this country since I moved here. And it, it's all very weird, but we're working hard. We're trying. You know, Jay and I yeah. can't even call each other on our on our cell phones because there's no signal. We can only call each other over the Wi-Fi. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We deal with it, but d just sorry about the lag. We'll 
you know, we'll have to figure something out. And maybe when lockdown's done, she and I could meet up and re record together. But until then, um, there may be some extra seconds of lag in between the convos. So sorry about that. We aim to remedy that soon. Yes, it's out of our hands. Out of but them. Out of them. Yes. Can I say something? Fuck Virgin. Uh, yeah, on, I, got, I have Virgin as well. I have Virgin and <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot. Whatever that guy's name is. Yes, What's for being so Branson. Branson. <laughs> thanks, Branson. No, Richard, I bet you he has great Wi-Fi on his private island, okay? Island in the Caribbean, yeah. yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, he's got Wi-Fi. This is his bloody company. Oh, he sold it anyway. Not happy with him. And now it's going under Virgin Atlantic, which is really unfortunate. Um, so, uh. but anyway, enough about Virgin. <laughs> They're not sponsoring yes. this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, Let's move on. Uh, so we, okay, first let me just preface or preface, however you say it. I've always said preface and then I heard someone say preface, preface, and then I felt like an idiot. I am 38 and I just learned that like a couple months ago. But anyway, I'm going to preface this by saying we are very excited. So last podcast, we asked people for feedback. We asked people for questions. We asked for anyone who needing advice and you guys delivered. We're really grateful for anyone who sent anything in. We've got a major treat for you because someone has actually asked Jay and I for advice, which is hilarious um, because we can barely function ourselves. So we are going to provide advice to some poor being who has asked for it. But you know what? They did what we asked. But we're really happy about it. We're going to, we're going to tell them exactly what, you know, we're not going to, for, we're not going to lie and, and, and make, make us sound like we're happy people and the advice we give is you know professional obviously oh, no. fyi we are not professionals um but no. um yeah so we're gonna we're gonna give the advice. truth yeah we are don't yeah don't follow our advice don't but we'll tell you that <laughs> we'll tell you that again right Go before we ask. God, <laughs> get a professional Go. to help yes yes no. yes always get a professional <clears throat> any because updates though no no any updates about your life from last week anything we chatted about um I did watch the first five minutes of the Monte Cristo telenovela. Oh my it's god, I did watch Black you... is King, so... Oh, okay. Ahead. I okay. finish. Well, I the, the, five, the five minutes of that, first of all, it takes place in 95. So, awesome. The clothes and hairstyles just took me back to 95, but I only watched five minutes of it. Sorry. Did you see the main actor kissing the? No, not part? yet. No, but Jay's told oh me that. Goodness. Is it maybe it's because when he be when he becomes the count, and you know when in telenovelas it's like blah, blah, blah. it's like the most disgusting. No, that guy grew. No, he's gross. In every telenovela he's been, he's gross. He hates the partner, guys. He doesn't <laughs> kiss them. He hates them. You can see the saliva, the tongue, gross. the big lips, the teeth. It's just oh, it's not. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even, uh, it just made me want to change channel rather than totally. keep watching that guy kissing a woman, for fuck's sake. Well, Anyhow, okay. Okay, tell I'll me, watch it. what did you think about? Well, I only watched okay. five minutes. It was hilarious. It was very 90s. I loved it. So I'm obviously going to watch it because it was 90s, but I have to watch it on YouTube. And yeah, I can watch YouTube on the TV, but it's it's just weird to me to watch anything on YouTube on the TV. So recently I read The Stand by Stephen King, only f not for COVID or anything, because it's about a pandemic that wipes out, you know, everyone on earth, um, except yeah. for a select few. And so I read it. And then I remembered watching 
uh, in the 90s, I don't know, ABC or CBS, whatever it was, made a five-part miniseries uh, of the book. And I remember watching it with my sisters and we were watching it and it was amazing. It was such an amazing film. And, you know, there was like kissing and stuff. So my, I'm su I surprised my parents let me watch it. And so I rewatched it. And oh my God, it has Rob Lowe in it. It has like these major actors that you would never think. Um, Lieutenant Dan from um, Forrest Gump, he's in it. He's one of the main guys. And Yeah, I know back then I was young. I didn't know who they were. But now when I watched it, it was hilarious. And Rob Lowe looks, he doesn't even speak because his, his character's a mute, but he's so good looking. That is what age does with you, Daniela. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it I know. provides you with... Yeah, it's like just, hindsight, yeah. isn't it? When you look back, yeah. you think, oh, man, what a waste. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what Rob Lowe, I'm sure he's fine. He's got a show now with him and his sons where they find aliens and stuff. It's ridiculous. But whatever. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, okay. so I watched Black Skin only yeah. for, I think, 10 minutes because I fall asleep. All okay. I can say about those 10 first minutes is... Has Beyonce lightened up her skin color? I don't know. I, I don't know. She's Creole, isn't she? Like her mom's uh, from like Louisiana. I, I don't really know the whole Creole background. I know that it's kind of, it's like in Canada, we have Métis, which are half First Nations and half French. And there's a huge population okay. of them. Yeah. And so I think that's Creole is like along the same lines where it's half African-American and half, I don't know. But they sound okay, really cool. I mean, they talk with like French accents and they're like in the South and it sounds really cool. Um, but yeah, no, her mom's really light skinned anyway. Oh, okay. No, it's yeah. just that she looks very, like maybe because they have so, um, the lighting? so much people of, mm, probably, but also because you can see very different sto uh, uh, skin tones as well in the video, mm -hmm. which is great because, mm -hmm. you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like it final. gives you that. Yeah, there's a lot of variety, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, she looked a little lighter, but I mean, yes, the light probably, and the dresses she was wearing the first ten minutes, and her voice and her body. Yeah. I mean, I need time. Yeah, and her body after yeah. twins and, <laughs> and I blue ivy. Anyway, but yeah, blue ivy, and I can't remember the names of the two. Um, I always get confused with Kim Kardashian's million, like, well, she only has four, her kids and Zalm. Beyonce's. Zalm. Psalm. How do yeah. you pronounce Psalm. it? Psalm. But, but it has a P. Psalm. It's a Bible thing. Psalm. Psalm. Uh, okay. Psalm. It's gross. I hate, I, yeah. I mean, whatever. To each their own, but I think it's a stupid name. But East or whatever isn't, well, or North isn't better, is it? We, we send yay our love. <laughs> if he's listening in his Wyoming. <laughs> oh, I'm not sending him any love. No way. So, no way he could rot in that my well, Wyoming ranch. Get better. I care. No, because he he's rich and he and needs so to get better. But what about other people who have mental illness and people just call them crazy? But oh, poor Kanye needs to get. I hate him. I hate him. I just think some of the shit he said during his uh, whatever that whatever he called it that gathering. It was just so gross. Yeah, he's just gross. I hate him. And you know, it's but not I like Kim Kardashian's a great human. Courage. Sorry? No, they're not. No, they're no, horrible no. people. So. They, they need, but they need to use this situation to show the world that nobody's perfect, not even exactly. rich millionaire people. But I mean, it's just going 
bananas because now he wants to be a president. So what the hell? Oh, no, he's only running for president to detract some of the votes away from Biden because some people will vote for him as a joke and they think that's funny. Um, but any vote that you don't vote for Biden is a vote for Trump. And oh, my God. So I listen. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry, no, I'm just saying like, oh, you know what? We should say to our American listeners, the whole like six of them. Um, if there's anything we can nine. say to you, nine, if there's anything we can say to you after we were so rude last week about you is please vote. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say is just vote however you want to vote, but make sure you do. Yes, exactly. So this is what I want to say. I listened to the first episode of Michelle Obama podcast mm -hmm. and something she she, sp she speaks with Barack, um, yeah, yeah. Barack Obama on the first episode and one of the subjects they discuss is this thing that worries them very much it's the people of the United States not taking into consideration how serious it is to have the power to go and vote Exactly. So I think it's here. I mean, it's in the United States. It's everywhere. We mm -hmm. need to make sure that we we have a voice and we need to yeah. be listened to. And Absolutely. if we stop believing. Yeah, exactly. Then we're screwed. I mean, if you give up and I give up and everybody else give up, that's it. Then you're, we're going to be ruled by assholes. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. So vote, 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 vote. Yes. Vote. Not bitch. Brexit, though. <laughs> well, let's not go there. That's done and done. We'll see what happens. I'm, I don't even yeah. want to go into it. We'll see what happens. Okay. You know, like, yeah. we can't speculate because who knows. But again, uh, Jay and I are lucky. We've got um, we've got Italian passport. I mean, we, we can complain all we want about being locked down and COVID. But like I said last time, we are very privileged. Uh, we've got Italian passports. So if worse yeah. came to worst, I mean, I've even got a Canadian one. We could just, you know, kind of run out the door. And a lot of Fly people away. don't have that option. Yeah. So, I mean, don't think that you won't see me like running, you know, across the border on whenever Brexit day is. I'm so out of it because I can't hear it anymore because no matter who you talk to about Brexit, whether they're for Brexit or against Brexit, it's all very toxic. And I don't want to hear it. I got enough toxicity yeah. like in my brain. I'm fighting myself already. You know what I mean? I don't need to hear yeah. other people fighting. It's uh, no thanks. No. So No, we have moved into the um, um peace stage of our life. Yeah, the acceptance. Yes, the acceptance. Yes. So how about, how long is the grief or there are grief? Oh, who knows? Of, there are stages of grief, and I don't know. Or I'll ask my I'll ask my therapist tomorrow. I'll get back to you on that. She's in oh, for a good you. call tomorrow. Let me tell you. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, well, what I mean, what are you doing to make sure that you don't go nuts during quarantine? What? Keep up self care and mindfulness yeah, during COVID nineteen. What are you doing? Well, what am I doing? Uh, I bought this mask uh, for the feet. Skin I have got those. They look like little socks what? and you have to cut the tops off and stick your feet in and then tape them closed at the top. I have those. Are those the ones? Yes. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. But then, but you know them. what? The cream is chip. It's like watery I, shit. Yes, it is. And you can't walk, although it says oh, you, you can't. Can, but... You're going to fall over. 
Well, <laughs> I look like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or something. Like, boom, boom, boom. I look like I such think... an idiot. That's but I wear saying, a mask yeah. at the same. I wear a face mask at the same time. So imagine I tried to walk out like that, and like the lights were off. Oh man! No, I could film. Did you know that you have to keep them for an hour? So where it is says fifteen minutes. It says fifteen no. minutes. The finor an hour. Well, I'll tell you what to do. You put them on. You sit down. You watch Black is King. Well, the thing is, Serafina is going to come. She's going she's gonna to be hungry, like, at least five times during the two hours yeah. break of the movie or whatever. Um, so, no, I can't. I can't take the full hour. So, I've been walking like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we should tell our listeners one thing and that, you know, Jay's husband is a rosette star level chef. He single-handedly brought a rosette to a restaurant he was working at who had lost its Michelin stars. So I just like to bring that up and let everybody know that, you know, Jorgelina eats well. Okay. And yeah, you should all be yeah. jealous. And every time we invite them over, I always say to him, no, don't cook, don't cook, don't worry about it. And he sees the barbecue here at the house and he goes, I have to. And for 48 hours, the guy's outside making us food. So <laughs> I don't know how you can, who you can pray to to get that you know, type of chef in your house, but she's got one. So don't feel too bad for her. No, well, now I'm on a diet, so I'm yeah, I know, suffering I know. here. I'll make but... him get, get him to make you diet stuff. But I just wanted everyone to know that, you know, we're, we are in the, you know, Jay is in the presence of greatness during the day. Oh, yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> he can't work right now, so let's, let's <laughs> give him a break. But, um, yeah, I just, for, for some background, because we haven't really given some back, any background about ourselves, and maybe we'll just give out a bit here and there, but. I've got so much background that I, I don't even know where to start. Is it background or luggage? Drama. I got lots drama. of drama, man. Because, oh. um, yeah, no, it's, it's really bad. Anyway, what have you been doing? How do you get over this? How do you deal with things? What do... Well, I have, um, a, I have a way of thinking that... Um, it could always be worse, no? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I try totally. to see the positive out of the negative. But sometimes I'm overwhelmed. Don't 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 think I'm perfect. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed yeah, and I just want to send everything to hell. So I'm just gonna go outside, kick some stones. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Scream a little bit. Oh god. Um or maybe just go for a a bike ride or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Something that makes me leave all the steam out of my body. Is there anything but you yeah, use? I mean, that's or, the only way. Is there anything you, like, do you use an app or anything to make you feel calmer? Or do you watch anything on? Oh, yes, I do. I am a huge fan of ASMR. Oh, my I don't favorite. Know if oh, if <laughs> list, anyone listening has not watched an ASMR video, and or if you do and you laugh, like, the two people who will know, I sent them a video of one lady that we need to talk to folding towels and they just came back laughing to, laughing at me and I was like you know what oh. if you don't like my Russian ASMR artist that's your problem not mine get over yourself it's all 
Um, besides, it's not just the way that she talks. It's, it's the way she moves her hands oh. and put things in front of you. That creates some kind of relaxation to my brain that I can't even describe. You but know, sometimes I, before, I used to get tingles before. Now I'm, I'm done, you know, like it's uh, over. Okay. But I still get relaxed, you know, I still yeah. get relaxed. I remember being Love a watching. kid and like someone would talk to me or someone would like touch my hair or would be doing something at school and I would like go into like a catatonic state like I couldn't move and I was just like stunned by it and it, it felt so nice just it was it was like relaxation was like poured over me from above my head and I I always remember it happening but it was only with a certain people certain movement of the hands certain sounds and then I was going through a breakup and like I said we'll talk about it another time and it was very stressful and I looked online I remember googling and saying someone talking quietly and like getting like becoming you know uh like not fainting because that's not the word but it's like I can't move I'm stuck in the state and it came up with ASMR and it came up with gentle whispering ASMR first and from then on uh, her name's Maria and she's and Jorgelina and I both know her she is Russian. She lives in the US. She has videos and videos and videos. She has millions of followers. She can talk for 10 minutes and my body oh, is right. like vibrating the entire thing. And it's not like a sexual thing because some people think it's like oh. they think that you, you get turned on. It's nothing like that. It's it's like I, I have felt tingles in my head. It feels like caterp caterpillars walking over my head. And oh, that's yeah. that's what you want to reach when you're watching these videos or even just listening. Yeah, well, uh, uh, big hit. Um, I just want to say something. Maybe my husband is going to find out after listening to this podcast. I don't get turned on with massages. So, yeah, guys, no. stop thinking that I'm going to get turned on with a fucking massage. I get relaxed and ready to fucking sleep. And go to sleep. Exactly. So, why do you always want to have sex? No, no, absolutely not. No, no thanks. <laughs> I'm not ready. Like, no, that's not. I mean, at the same enough. time, uh, I'd love for someone to offer me a massage. I haven't been offered a massage in years, but let's not go there either. That's that's okay, another no, part. But that's what. But that's <laughs> but, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of relaxation that this a yeah. video gives me. So that's I. That's how I'm comparing it to. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, yeah. People get turned on. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Turn on. And I mean, there are a lot of nasties out there that watch videos of pretty girls and then put disgusting comments under, like, "Oh, you're so beautiful. You should call me or whatever." I would love for you to come and do this or whatever, but. That's uh, not, no. it's not sexual for me. And some people are like, no. oh, you get turned on. I'm like, no, I don't get turned on. I just, I'm in such a relaxed state that sometimes I can't even move. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. And if somebody also touches your arm. Oh, God, I, I just, love it. We used to make like a cues at school. I mean, it's a yeah. cue because we, we sat one next to each other. Was, yeah. And then, yeah, so one one person was touching you on this arm and you were touching the other person on the other, you know? Oh, so it was nice. like, a, like a circle of touching. <laughs> oh, oh, we should we can't do that now, obviously, but what we should do, <laughs> you know, they have cat cafes. We should have a touching, like a, a, a caressing cafe. <gasps> oh my God. I patented it right now. I call it. No, but copywritten. <laughs> copywritten, yes. No. Caress, caressing cafe. You heard it here first. Oh, and you'll yes. never hear it again. <laughs> People are going to be like, what the fuck? What's wrong with them? Imagine going to a place, having a coffee, and then just 
be in touch in your hair, your arms. Oh, I mean, man. this is not sexual. No, again. not sexual not in any way. Like, I, I just wish, yeah, we could separate the two. Just being touched does yeah. not make it sexual. It makes it so relaxing. Oh, but who man. else do you listen to other than uh, Gentle Whispering? Um, Whispers Red. She's from the UK. Yeah, I, I like Emma. her. I love Emma. She is so soft. I mean, I don't I know, know how to describe her. And she will speak to you so slowly. And for me, that sometimes I have issues understanding English. Yeah. It's just also an English lesson, you know? Like, yeah. I'm going to look. It's so nice, so complete. So I love Emma. I love Emma and her tingle shed. Yes. at the back of her house yes yes <laughs> i've only i've only watched a few of hers but one time her and maria so gentle whispering did like a duo yeah oh god i was like you girls you're killing me well i recently <laughs> found one called um oh what is it called oh it's called like ecuador asmr ecuador live asmr and you know when you like something on youtube and then all this other stuff comes up and you're like okay whatever i'll try it so it is the most random thing ever so what it is is it's these like women in ecuador who do these like cleansing massages and i think they're a bit religious but um because one of the ladies like prays while she does it but she whisper prays and the noise you hear like with headphones especially I, it kills me it's so it's so nice but some of them she'll like take a bow of flowers and, like smack the person on the head and all through their body and then at one point she puts something in her mouth and goes on them oh my god don't spot don't spot on me like it's honestly. like petals it's like flower petals and she just goes on them it's hilarious but the people have like their eyes closed and they're like oh i love this so oh, i don't like that one but her name's doña esperanza she's my favorite Doña yeah. Esperanza and the Ecuador Life ASMR. <laughs> Ecuador Life ASMR. Okay, cool. Bring it on. I'll have a look. At, I'll have a look at that one. Okay, cool. So, yeah. uh, what else have you been doing? Well, what okay. are your kids? Okay, okay. If we have to go there, I'm going to go there. So, four kids. I've got four, eight, eleven, and sixteen. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be completely honest, these kids have watched more TV and played on the Xbox more than ever. But at the same time, I've been working full time from home. There are four of them. I can't take them anywhere. If I, so I'm a contractor. If I don't work one day, I don't get paid that day. Right. And um, yeah. so I tend to work as much as I can. I mean, we, we went out to Blackpool Pleasure Beach for Alma's birthday on the 17th. But that was like, as a family, we all went. And while I'd, while I'd love to take them out to, you know, to travel, we can't travel anyway. Um, no. One of them was saying, oh, can we go to Ireland? I'm like, I don't even know if we can. Uh, I don't even know which half of Ireland is Ireland and which half is it. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, whatever. <laughs> and, the, and we'd have to take a ferry. And I'm just, I'm grossed out by that because I used to have to take a ferry to Camp Latona when I was young. And no matter what, I always barfed on it. No matter what. Ugh. And there would be like, I remember one time we were crossing. So it was like, I don't know, Gabriola Island or something. And we were crossing and the crossing was like three hours and um the water's really choppy and i remember like running into the one of the bathrooms with like this poor teen counselor and she was like and we i walked in and it was like a film it was like bridesmaids you know when they're in the dress shop the wedding dress shop <laughs> yeah, so yeah. there was like three kids at each sink all the toilets were full i had to and the only place for me to throw up was the the garbage can so it was a room and the, uh. that was only one of the bathrooms on the ferry and these camp counselors were like 16 and they had to deal with okay. so anyway me and fairies, we don't That's mix. That's right, I, I understand. Yeah, I get motion sickness. But anyway, um, I don't know if we can go. I don't know if we can. So really, 
I've been trying. So I've been buying cake mixes and I've been buying, you know, this and that and, but to get them engaged, but I don't have the strength, the will or the drive to just do anything with them right now. I'm, they'll survive. It's one summer that they've had to sit at home and play on iPads and watch TV. I, they will survive. They're fine. Yeah. They're fed. They're healthy. No, don't, don't worry. We, we had the same situation over here. In, I think it's a little bit worse in my case because Finn is only three. Exactly. And she's been with her iPad as well. She's been on her iPad since I start work at nine until five in the evening yeah. with a break at lunch exactly so i am not proud of that but louis at the same time hasn't been very good um his health is a little bit yeah exactly at the moment so and if i don't work at the moment uh, we can't eat as well. exactly so, exactly uh, you know what that's what we've been tough. that's what it's we do tough. if we don't work our yeah. kids don't eat so they can watch some goddamn tv but if yeah. i hear, i mean over the weekend we do yeah yeah you do stuff yeah I know um yeah but yeah exactly on the weekends I try we'll walk to the park across the street and we'll do this and we'll go for ice cream and we have a hotel right by our house that has like a Starbucks in it so I'll take them to go get a hot chocolate or whatever but that's that's what they'll do all weekend and I'm not sorry about it what Mm. can I do no I mean nothing I don't want to go out either like I have no drive for myself to go out either and I went out with a friend of mine a couple weeks ago to have lunch excuse me and um even to get out for that that was hard it was really hard for me to get out of the house but once I was out we had a great time so I just need to remind myself just make the effort to get out if you can obviously and yes. once you're out you'll totally enjoy yourself but just getting out is rough I think yes, we're all I know. With some sort of melancholy sorry I've been reading the Monte Cristo Count of Monte Cristo <laughs> um but yeah we're all soft, suffering with melancholy these days um and I think yeah I mean what else can we do I mean, I, we have games. Unknown. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'll buy them books. These kids have books coming out of their ass, but none of the, do you, you think they'll read a book? Ah, yeah, no. sure. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm trying to, so every night I'll read a chapter. We're reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with Selena now. So I'll read a chapter every night. And then Alma gets a book every night. And the boys, I'm trying, I'm trying. I bought, I bought Dante every single Stephen King book there is because he liked one of them. And, you know, when I go, I go hard. So I bought him every single one and then, he but he's playing a piano I can't I can't hate instead of reading he's just playing the piano and writing music so I mean it's fine and then like Callum's got lots of books but he's just not really into them I got him some comic books and he kind of liked those so at least I've got something out there for them so I've offered them options and if they don't want to take them yeah I mean there's so only so much I can do I'm reading I'm watching tv we can't force them No, I'm not going to force them, whatever. But next year, when it, or whenever everything's back to normal, like, don't think that they can just do nothing all day. They'll be at school. Well, hopefully someday. They will be back to school in September. I know they will. Because... Well, have you seen how long it took to develop each one of the vaccinations from the last uh, big um, pandemic disease? Yeah. It takes up to 10 years, at least. I know. At least. You know, my, the kids already went back to school at the end of the year and they were fine. I will be sending them to school in September. Straight up. Yeah, Finney is also going to a nursery yeah, on like, that's September. It. That's it. Yeah, and she's going. And she's yeah. going. I don't yeah. care. She's going. I mean, yeah. I can't. No. I think if, if somebody's going to get the coronavirus, it's not going to be her. 
And I it, you know, I'd rather take the risk of getting it myself because I know there obviously there's a risk for the kids to get it, but I know that that risk is a lot smaller than me and I'd rather get it. And this is going to sound horrible, but this is just how I am. And you know what, take it as you wish. I'd rather get coronavirus than have them home for the next quarter of the year. I can't deal. I can't, I, I cannot. I will walk into the middle of the, a busy road. I am telling you, I am at my wits end. So don't like my kids are going to be out of this house. I don't know where they'll be, but they'll be out from eight till four every fucking day. Oh yes. Yes. I need the same. I need to be alone. Even if I'm working from home, I just need. It would be nice to be able to work, wouldn't it? Just to work. It's so hard. Like I wish I had an office to go to. Well, yeah, well, (laughs) just to get out of the house. Oh my God. I'm, I'm, I'm still scared kind of. I know, of course, I know, but at this point, I think you have to weigh the, the risk and stay safe. I mean, obviously, the risk is huge. Oh, the line is really bad. You're, you're fine. Don't worry. I could see when you, I could see when you go a bit off and I, uh, I filled, I filled the time with conversation. Oh, okay. So I see when you went, so when Jay starts to, you know, like hold, uh, I just start talking. So if she's not answering me, it's because I'm trying to fill, fill a void that's left in my heart yes guys so i think we're okay i think yeah i think everyone should feel happy enough with what they're doing with their kids i don't think anyone should feel like they're doing anything wrong unless you are doing something wrong then you should feel like you fucking are but if you're not then who cares it's a month it's it's six months just do what you got to do to get through it Exactly. And we're going to give you a big round of applause for holding on during this lockdown. Well done, guys. You go, people. He, she, they, them, she, her. You go, everybody, okay? And we are not, yeah, everybody. Every single person during this lockdown deserves a round of applause, except for a select few. And um, why don't we segue into the latest, um, well, it's not the latest, so... If you're not from the UK, you, will, you won't have heard this. But um, so the government has realized that the high street. Now, when I say the high street, that means, you know, shops, uh, you know, the high. When I first moved here, I'll tell you a funny story. I was in Manchester downtown, like city center. And I said to someone, oh, where's, you know, this store? And they were like, oh, it's on high street. And I was like, oh, OK, cool, whatever. So I pulled out my Google Maps and I looked for a street called high street because I didn't know. I was like, there's no high street. There's no high street. In some towns there are. But in this one in Manchester there wasn't so what I then figured out was high street means like the main road in the city center and that's where all the shops are and that's how that's what they just call it it's just it to me coming from somewhere where I'd never heard that before it was just totally weird for me so anyway I figured it out so restaurants on the high street are suffering we all know this uh, Jay's husband can't work he, his restaurant is not on the high street but it is a restaurant and it's out of service at the moment so yeah. so the government came up with a tagline which was hashtag eat out to help out now i picture the team that came up with that slogan as like you know boris johnson's friends from school so it's probably like hertford and sons uh, media media llt uh, you know what i mean some stupid media company that has nothing to do with media doesn't know anything has never been out of the uk and is rich and thought oh you know what sounds good eat out to help out now eat out in the uk means going out to eat eat out in every other english-speaking country means something totally different 
It is a vulgar <laughs> term that does not convey, you know, helping people with coronavirus. So whatever. So they came up with that. And what that means is you can go out to select um, restaurants that have signed up to the scheme and you can get 50% off your bill. So what really got me upset was um, Jeremy Hunt, who's the health secretary, uh, sorry, is he the health secretary? Let me just confirm. I hate him so much that I have nothing. Yeah, he's the health secretary uh, for the government. He's a total dickweed. Like he's just a jerk, a rich dude who talks down to people. He's just a shit. He posted a picture of a pub he went to and his receipt saying, oh, look, you know, I had a delicious lunch at this place. Thanks, you know, eat out to help out. And so him and his, whoever he was with, spent 100 pounds. They got 50 pounds off and it was only 50. So all the replies underneath were like, oh, that's great. The taxpayer is going to pay the 50% off that you saved. And then we're going to pay the other 50 pounds that you're going to expense through your House of Commons account. So screw you, Jeremy Hunt. And that's all <laughs> I really had to say about that. And I don't think it's working. I People can't afford to go out. People don't want to go out. I feel so bad for the restaurants. Don't get me wrong. That it's It's hideous how badly things are going but i just yeah. just the eat out bit like eat out to help out it's gross to me it's it's vulgar yeah and i hate yeah i hate him i hate jeremy hunt so i haven't i haven't used the scheme so and i i still don't understand how nobody knows it nobody work. gets it nobody understands no. what it is because you just you can't you can't uh, eat from the um, um takeaways only from restaurants but you can buy food from a restaurant to take away so what the i think they want to they want to utilize it for restaurants that have staff that has a lot of staff so that they can pay their staff and i get that um but they would have less staff anyway if they were doing so it doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense they're trying but they failed just like they fail in everything else so screw them um yeah but you know what i have a suggestion for everyone and this only pertains to the people in vancouver so say you know you want to go out but you have to social distance um say you want to go out for a meal i don't know how it is there i don't know how i, I think you can still go out to, for meals and stuff and this and that why don't you grab 10 of your friends instead of using uber instead of using a taxi why don't you grab yourself a limo because who doesn't like a limo right exactly and then go downtown and go to the restaurant and guess what I happen to know a limo company you can use in Vancouver. It's called oh. Enchan Enchanted Limousine. They have a full COVID-19 safety plan in accordance with WorkSafe BC in effect. And I just have to tell you one thing. Now, this is going to be really biased. But the main driver for Enchanted Limousine, his name is Carl. He is probably the coolest limousine driver, the most, the friendliest, the he is so proactive like he knows what you want before you want it he's great he's my brother-in-law um and i just wanted to kind of put that forward if anyone in bc or, or, you know in the lower mainland because i'm, I'm sure they work so far out as you know as far out as langley and stuff if you need a limo you're looking for a limo i know money's tight and you can't do many things but if you are looking for one do me a favor go to enchanted limousine you can tell them i sent you but you're not going to get a discount because my sister doesn't even know I'm doing this. But I just thought, you know, we had a lot of listeners from Canada, most of them from yeah. Vancouver. I thought I might as well throw that out there, help help a sister out, literally. And um, if yeah. anyone else who's listening wants to, you know, send us um, 
your company or business, then, and we don't have that many listeners, let's be completely honest, but we have some. And if one person decides to use that company, then there's some money in your pocket and it's, you know, no skin off our nose. We haven't, we don't have to do anything. All we have to do is say a name on a podcast and hopefully um, we can help our friends and family. Yes, so yeah, if you, if you have a, you know, if you have, and also, I mean, even in the future. So I know at Christmas time, uh, Enchanted Limousine has a really great service to take you um, to some like Christmas light hotspots. So when people decorate their houses a lot, there are streets, you know, there are whole streets that do, that go all out in decoration. Then they have a, they have a tour that goes around there and it's, I believe it's a set price. So Enchanted underscore Limousine is, um, is, or, or them on Instagram and or you can find them on the internet but um yeah you'd really help people out if you were to to shop local and um yeah if anybody else wants us to suggest or recommend any uh, you know anything you do or you sell or you or you know feel strongly about just let us know yes definitely and i want to give a shout out to my sister because um She's been having a rough time and I just want to um, tell you that. So here I am having a little chat. Really oh, there we creative. go. There we go. I jumped so, in there for a second. I jumped oh, in for goodness. a sec. Don't worry. That's that. Uh, I'm your wing woman. Uh, I'll okay. leave it to you. Over okay, to you, my thank friend. You. Thank you for being there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about uh, my sister because, well, I just want to make you aware that during hard situations, um, it's very important to keep your creativity. To keep so your... listen what okay. she has... Go ahead. So listen to what she has done. So um, she went on Google she was a little bit short in money and she uh, found out this website called Arc Bazaar and she signed up for a contest where she designs um, anything so basically somebody if somebody wants to refurbish the kitchen or add a new room to the house and they want the interior design and everything done they would put, put it here as a as a competition thing and people from different countries can sign up and follow the instructions and then upload the blueprints of these ideas and then they have um, they have a raffle and somebody wins first second and third place well my sister won second place on one of her with one of her design and um, in Las Vegas uh, so I just I just want to say how proud I, I am of her and just keep up, keep moving, keep on keep swimming. On, keep it on, keep sister. On <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. in the words of Dory, was it Dory? Who yes. said it? Yes. Why are you so obsessed with Disney movies? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep Who swimming. Who says it? The Wallowy Way guy? Who's Dory? Oh, okay, okay. Story, story. I never watched Finding yeah. Dory. Is that bad? You know what? Finding Nemo is cute and everything. But again, I was old by the time these came out. And it was like in between my kids. So some of them I haven't seen and I feel bad. But you know what You know what I love? Cars. I love Cars 1, 2, and 3. I love them all. Have you ever watched them? 
Life is a only the number one. Oh, so good. And then we went to Disneyland, all of us, in two years ago. And uh, I mean, Disneyland's small compared to all the other ones. This is the one in Anaheim. And there's only two parks. And yeah. we had like a five-day ride pass. So I don't know how we didn't get onto the Cars ride. But like the last night we were there, it was like 10 o'clock and it was closing. And I walked by and I was like, no. But you know what? Because <laughs> then we had an 11-hour flight the next day. Um, I was really upset. So anyone who goes to Disneyland, just let me know. And did you know that they, again, because I'm obsessed, they are changing Splash Mountain in Disneyland from Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog theme. I'm so excited. <gasps> I probably won't go You're... there. Yet, but... My movie. <laughs> it's mine. I wrote it. I made it. Yeah. I starred in it. It's just mine. No, but um, yeah, I'm so excited. So oh, yeah. that's cool. I mean, Okay, you know what, Helena? we have, like I said, we've got our treats for everybody. Should we start on that? We've talked yes. enough. Why don't we go into what the people are really here for? So yes. we very kindly had two questions from um, listeners. So um, we'll do that. We'll do, we'll do one from a friend of the podcast first and this person asked if we could have a discussion on the difficulties of living abroad. Uh, is the grass really greener? And when do you think it's time to go back and call it a day? In other words, go back to your home country. So I think we should have a conversation about that. Maybe we should have a quick conversation about why we're here. Uh, very quick, how we got here and what our plans were or are. And we don't need to go into detail again. That can be saved for another podcast, but uh, I'll go first because our our backstories intertwine a lot, Jay's and I. So I yeah. came here with an ex of mine and um, it didn't work out. And now I'm here. And to be completely honest, while I would love to up and move back home, I've got some familial things holding me back. So I, like I said, I'm in a blended family and um, there are stepchildren involved. And obviously I would never take that stepchild away from their biological parent. And so we haven't been able to make the move back to Vancouver, though it's something we really, really want to do. Another thing is because of the ex I came here for, I am not legally allowed to take one of my kids out of the country. Um, uh, let's not even go there. Like, come on, I can't get full custody. I can't do anything. I'm stuck here because of someone that again, I can't, the person is barely even worth talking about because I have talked yeah, enough about this person. So that's how I came here and that's why I'm here and that's why I can't leave. But to be completely honest, when the, when the question was asked, no, the grass is not greener. You come to a different country and you think, oh my gosh, this is cool. Like, you know, I was so enamored with like pub life here. I thought it was so cool. And like, you know, the drinking, while I don't partake in it very much, I just thought, oh, it's so laid back and you could just go to the pub and it's nice and all your friends are there. While at, and at, while at the beginning, I thought that that was great. I now see how much I hate it and how I don't think that it's a great way to live. And if, you know, if that's offensive to some, I don't care. I just it's not for me and the grass is not greener and it could just be that I miss my family and my friends and my home city, but Vancouver to me will always be the ultimate place to live. It's, it's I, just to me, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it except for house prices, but let's not go there. But otherwise, um, <laughs> so I think my, like my judge, my, it, it's a bit clouded. I can't leave. So that makes me want to leave even more. So, yeah. um, but 
to answer that person's question, I know the grass is not always greener. Um, and uh, I think when you when you want to go back, you know for sure. And if you're in the position where you can, where you have the funds and the resources and you're not tied down by anything, I think you should definitely go back because you'll always have your friends in the country that you had moved to for a while. You'll always have contacts yeah. there. You can always come back and visit and stay with them. But when you want to go back, I think you should just do it. You, you know, you took that big leap moving to this other country. You can take the leap moving back. And there's no reason to be embarrassed about moving back if you feel as though you failed. Um, with what you plan to do but anyway yeah over to you sis oh okay so in my case i don't know if i would uh, go back to argentina because the situation is completely different to Canada. it's harder to live there i move out from argentina because i was um I wasn't feeling really well there, even though I had friends, family and everything. I, I just felt like I was incomplete. Like I couldn't, I, I didn't want to die in the same place where I was born. You know, like I needed some challenge, some adventure, something like that. So I came into the UK because I had this relative of mine, which um, is just blood relative because I don't think my ex my ex him <laughs> that's okay we could say it. we won't say his name i barely yeah. remember it <laughs> fuck him anyway anyway go on go on i'm okay so yeah and funny funny things of life no um i end up um having this great relationship with you daniela oh sorry. it's okay <laughs> okay we know who i am Totally unexpected. I have a secret. I have Daniela. <laughs> you know, no one knew, but now they know. It's fine. You know, I'm okay with it. I accept I'm it. I'm not going to say your, sex, your middle name then. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll keep it to myself. No. no. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and it's been, for us, was really tough, the move. Um, we didn't speak English. Uh, I, I, I didn't grow up in a country where British... Mm, television was played 24-7. I come from a country where we watch only North American series. It's in English though, but it's a different English and the accent is, it makes a big, big difference when you are not um, a native of that mm -hmm. language. So it was really hard at the beginning and now it's becoming easier. I'm still struggling with um, my job, but I think that it's because I started something new. I have a degree in winemaking and now I am a retail merchandiser. So guys, you've done really I well. Came. I think having a degree in winemaking makes you even cooler than you know you are because nobody else has that here. No, they don't offer it anywhere. So, you know, take it, own it. You can make wine from scratch. You know the process end to end oh, yeah. of making wine. So like that is really cool. And I think you should own it because I have a degree in shit all. You know, you know that subject? <laughs> Shit all. I have a degree in nothing. I got a degree in hard knocks. I have no degree. Um, and I think you should be really proud of that. You did you worked really hard at school. Like, come on. Yeah. Don't yeah. knock it. Yeah, and 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 also um I think we have reached to a point of our lifestyles here in the UK that I was never expecting to have. You know what I mean? I mean, guys, it's not like you move to a new country, you get a car right, right straight away, you'll get a house. No, guys, I was mm -hmm. living with hookers 
in a share house. Sex workers. And sex now, workers. Yes, sex workers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to insult you guys. <laughs> don't take it personal. It's the language barrier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. ESL. English is your second language. And, oh, but it's fine. And you, so that was. I mean, now I can laugh about that. Yeah, of course. Know, but like, during oh. the time, no. And wasn't it like it was? Yeah, you were living in a house sit or house share or whatever the hell it's called, sharing your bathroom yeah. with like four other couples. It wasn't as glamorous as people think it is. When when people go, I'm going to move to yeah. London. Good luck. Good luck. I know. Yes. Have thousands, luck. please, because yes, there's nothing. Honestly. Yeah. So yeah. And it's bloody expensive. So anyway, and when it's time to come back, I don't know if if for me coming back it's a it's a reality because it's really hard there's no um, work in Argentina um, at the moment 46% of the population lives on benefits so do they have benefits is, there that says everything yes and that's why the inflation exists because the government prints money without any um Oh, Christina, don't make Foundation. me go. I hope everybody went, okay, you know what? I hope everybody went on our um, Instagram and looked at the um, pictures <laughs> that we put up. So we, you know, went to the trouble of finding some points of reference of some of the things that we talked about. I'm sorry about the Pocahontas picture. I had already posted the five pictures and I was like, you can only see your arms. I was not about to go back and do it again. I'll live and learn. You beheaded right? her. It was just her like elbows or whatever. So I was like, you know what, whatever. Um, you guys know what she looks like, but that one, that Pocahontas doll was white. But um, yeah, so Christina's on there. Christina Fernandez de Kircher and, you know, Coco. So whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I hate her. So anyway, sorry, yeah. go on. So yeah, so I think that's the difference. I think that's why that person asked, the friend of the podcast, because we oh. had such... So I come from a place that's voted, you know, second best place to live in the world on a yearly basis. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's liberal. It's gorgeous. There's money to be had. Obviously, people that live there, they're probably thinking like, what the hell? You know, where were you living? But compared the grass, I find the grass moving back. Um, I'm confident that if I were to move back, it wouldn't be like a, a dream of mine, like it, when I went back, I know what reality I'm going back to, I would be happy with it. But obviously for you, there's not, you can't go back and you're trying to get people out, aren't you? At the same time, like you're trying mm -hmm. to, you know, you're trying to help people escape. I've lost my friend and I did a whole monologue for 10 minutes and I will continue monologuing because I'm happy. Are you back? Are you back? I'm back. Hey, yes. that's okay. I had a monologue. I felt like Hamlet, like, or whoever says, to be or not to be, but I don't know who says it. So oh, yeah. you're not going to go back to Argentina. I'm like, no, fiending to go back to Vancouver. Uh, I'm going to have to work around it some way. I'm going to have to see what, what my options are because I wouldn't want to leave you, Jay, but um, even like to do half a year there, half a year, if I could work it out with finances or contracting and stuff, because I'm really lucky I can work. Um, and I know my kids miss their family as well. So I think I'm more upset because I came here on, I came here as like a farce. I think what what I was promised would happen didn't, and it all fell apart. And I, I you know, I'm angry about that. And I think that puts a whole damper on my yeah. experience here. I don't like it because I was for, I, you know, I was, I came here on false pretenses and now I'm stuck here. So I hate it. Um, 
And so I think yeah. that that doesn't help at all. So thank you, kind questioner. Um, and I think that's a good segue as well. For making me sad. <laughs> yeah, thanks for making for me making realize me that I hate sad. my life. No, um, I, and you know who you are. Nice questioner. <laughs> See you in Vancouver one day in the back alley. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, I think that would be a good segue again into our next question. And this is from another friend of the podcast um, who I just, yeah. you know, gave some business to I hope come on someone someone use the limousine I'm just I'm trying here I want to show her that by me mentioning it on here that she can get some calls about it so <laughs> Carl's hilarious you got to call Carl he's hilarious you'll love him um so our next one is what do you remember so this um I'll answer first and then Jorgelina can answer and she can just change one of the answers so it was what do you remember about your childhood in Vancouver and how did it make you the person you are now um, and then, so I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. So I think I've mentioned before that Vancouver is really multicultural. And I think that was such a great thing to have in my life at such a young age to realize that there's different people and different religions and different this and that. And so I think it made me really uh, tolerant, not tolerant, because that sounds like I tolerate people, but very open and, and accepting and of all people from all walks of life, because, you know, we're all put on here by no fault of our own so I think that was the huge thing it also helped that I had a big family it also helped that there was I'm not going to go into detail but you know there's always drama in families especially the more kids you get in a family the more drama it's going to be right mm. you know, there's always someone's always going to drama, oh, yeah. drama. Um, but I'm always grateful that if I had to get away from where I was at that very moment I had four people four brothers and sisters that I could escape to so they were always living, you know, they always had their own places and I always found an escape. So that was, that really helped me, I think. And um, while here I don't have that much of escape, an escape I do. So I've escaped to Jay's house before when I needed to get away. I'll escape to another friend's house. And I feel like growing up in a Catholic uh growing up catholic you feel a lot of guilt like i just said it's my catholic guilt and you feel like you don't want to intrude on people and you don't want to do this. But I think always having people there as an option to run to when I, you know, when I was having, you know, when I just needed to get away was, was something that I carried with me for a long time. And that could have happened anywhere. It's not, you know, Vancouver related, but that's where I was. And um, that's how I was raised. And that those are my experiences. So I feel like I'm open. Uh, I'm opinionated, which is great. But at the same time, I'm very accepting. And I am an ally to everyone. And I'm happy about that. And you, Jorgelina, what did Mendoza teach you? Uh, it taught me resilience. It mm -hmm. taught me to be strong and keep moving no matter what. Um, taught you to put on yeah, sunscreen, completely. sunscreen oh. in the summer and then frozen to death in the winter. <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? It gets like minus 30 and then plus 30. It's one of those crazy places. Sorry, yeah, go on. Your skin cracks. It's just awful. Are you at like um, the lowest part of the world? What's, where's that? No, 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 that's uh, Ushuaia. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the center of the country. Okay. Center okay. west. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's not the west coast, it's the west side. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the coast is in Chile. Okay. okay, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, um, it just taught me that life sometimes can get hard and uh, just need to keep paddling through and... Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it depends a lot on your outcome, uh, I mean, on, on, on your outlook of life. How, how do you see, what do you rather, 
focus on? Do you rather focus on the sadness, the negativeness, or do you prefer try to search something positive? Because even though you are going through the worst, worst thing ever, you will always be able to find something positive. Yes. Yeah. Either it's the experience you are making, or either it's the the people that is surrounding you in the moment. It's just something. So I think that that's what taught me Mendoza. It's like finding a it's diamond like, in the rough, isn't it? Yes, and holding on to. Always, that. I mean, I'm always going back to Disney. Don't mind me. Like Prince oh. Ali, I'm here. <laughs> It, I, I can, you know, I could keep on your brain. I could live my life quoting Disney movies for the rest of my life. Okay, let's do it because I think it's cute. <laughs> it's um, cute. No, that's so, it's so true. You did have yeah. to be resilient and, and you've gotten through and now you're using that resilience to live your life and to, like I said, help people that are still back there. Not like they're like, you know, that bad off. They're fine, but you can offer them a refuge, couldn't you? if things got really bad. Oh, yes, of course. And it's yes, nice to be that. I it's nice that to be that person. Yeah, I'm that, the blanket that, comfort. I'm the, yeah. I'm the comfort blanket. Yeah, yeah, the heavy one. What do they call it? Like, not that you're, you know, the weighted blanket that everybody's using now. I want one so badly. Have you heard about them? What is it? It's for no. people that, like, have anxiety, apparently, if you use, like, a weighted blanket so they're heavy, it makes you, like, your anxiety dissipate ah. or something. So I bought a weighted um, eye mask. But I haven't used it. I bought it three weeks ago, so don't. I, I think I read something. It's, it, it, it has to do with the fact that when you're being hugged or held, mm -hmm. your body, it's again somebody else's weight. So that give, that's, what give, that's what calms you down. Isn't that cool? I want, that I want one. I want one, but know, do I, I have time? Even if I'm having an anxiety attack, I still don't even fucking have time to lie down in my bed with a weighted blanket. <laughs> I have to go outside for five minutes, have a breath, and come back inside. No, but for real. I don't, did I tell you about my flight? What happens on the flight? So I've mm. always been fine flying, and then I started flying to Eastern Europe for my work, and I flew, I flew twice. So in January, I started, and before lockdown, I flew twice out to, the, to there. And uh, yeah. it's a two-hour flight. It's not a big deal. And... I've been flying my whole life and the last times that I fly, I literally had, and I'm not talking about a panic attack. Like I am talking like, I thought I was going to die. My heart was going to beat out of my chest. My hands were dripping with sweat. I was like freaking out during takeoff only. Then during the flight, you know, I can like kind of, my hands are still sweaty, blah, blah, blah. And then landing, I'm fine. And everyone's like, oh, landing's when you're going to die. But whatever, takeoff scares me the most because it doesn't help that I go onto YouTube and watch plane crash videos. And those also help oh, me calm Daniela. down. Stop. So anyway, my therapist said that there's thing, these things called beta blockers that don't like, because I'm really bad with pills. I can't even take like a strong paracetamol or Tylenol. It like makes me pass out for three hours. Yeah. Um, I have very low tolerance. So she's, my therapist said that these beta blockers don't do anything to your body, but it just like stops your fight or flight response. But oh. with no other. So I'm if anyone out, if any listeners have tried them, can you give me some feedback and let me know? Because, um, oh, and also on each of our episode pages, we have a, at the underneath the episode, there's a little comment box that you can comment on it on our website. So oh, yeah. I'd be really happy for that. Yeah. If anyone wants to comment and let me know if they've tried beta blockers, I really need to know because I am having anxiety about taking a pill that would stop my anxiety. That's my anxiety Ooh. level, and I'm terrified. Yeah. I know I don't have to fly, but I'm still I'm, I'm still anxious about it. So, um, and it's I'm happy to tell everyone cycle. about it. 
I don't care. I like, I, I have anxiety. It freaks me out. Um, and I don't like it. So what were we talking about? I ate my food. Weighted blanket. Yeah. I'm going to try it. But yeah, yes. the weighted, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where they have them. <laughs> I don't know where they sell them. I don't know who uses them. If has anyone used a weighted blanket, can you let us know in the comments, please? And the beta blockers as well, please. Beta blockers, blanket. Do you want us to shout out anything for our 10 listeners to buy off you? I'm kidding. Not 10. <laughs> no, a lot. We're not okay, going to give cool. a number. But I'm telling you, someone listened to us from New Zealand. Did I mention that? Yes, at the beginning. Okay. That was and, awesome. And people from USA. <laughs> I don't know who these people from USA yes. are, but we love you. One person from Utah. Ooh. Yeah, one person from Utah where I said Great. that polygamy runs rife. Great. Good job. Whoa. Sorry, Utah. I did Maybe. watch Big Love on HBO, okay? It's not my fault. Okay. I think it's yeah. time for the big reveal. So um, I'm going to yes. read this question that we received from a, like, this person's a very good friend of the podcast. This person's one who helped me, um, who was giving me a lot of detail about how to start one and stuff. So, uh, and this person has been my friend since I moved to the UK and has supported me a lot. Um, so I'm not going to say his name. He's put it in the email, but I, I'm not going to say it. And then if he wants, you know, to hear his name we can do it on the next episode but this is from a a male in manchester uh so by me and he's 37 years old so i'll read out the entire thing and then we can work through it piece by piece so we've got um i've been with my partner for just over 17 years holy shit that's from me um we live together not married and don't have children i come from a family of serial divorcers that's me parents grandparents and mum. twice I have siblings that span over 19 years in age difference, and I left home reasonably early in my life. In contrast, my partner comes from a family where they're born, married, and die all within two miles of each other, and that seems not to have changed in a thousand years. Is there trauma and or rebellion in either of these scenarios? Did we ever really experience the true family dynamic to understand its appeal? We come from such disparate ends of the scale, and yet we've drawn the same conclusions. Let's not also forget about the environmental impact in terms of carbon, carbon footprint. One child per year equates hmm. to the same as 47 transatlantic flights. I had no, no idea. Oh. Um, so that's the first part. And then the second part is, the question is, why the hell are people getting married and why the hell do you want to have children? <laughs> Interested to know your thoughts. You're both married. D has had children early in life as well as one fairly late. And J had a child too. Purely being a mother or a wife certainly doesn't define you two as individuals. Lots of love, questioner. So, I mean, we can. You, what, what do you feel about the first part? What do you feel about them coming from two different sides and then both not, both not wanting to have kids? Um, <clears throat> well, I, I think if they know what they want, just stick it to that. Don't try to, to change anything because it's really going into the unknown having a kid. And it's, it is never going to be exactly the same than somebody else's life or experience. So it is going into the unknown. So if you know what you want, just stick to that. <laughs> exactly. <Don't change> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, be true to what you really want, you know, like you are not forced to have a kid. I think that we have reached a point in society where uh, we can do whatever we want and people is less and less worried of you having or not having kids, having or not having a partner, getting married or being single forever. I mean, it's just 
it's up to how you feel, you know, like why, why everybody else looks for approval outside, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. yes, if you know what you want, just stick it to that. That's it. And it's great. Exactly. Be authentic. Be authentic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my take on it is they both come from such different backgrounds. So the listener comes from like he said, a, f a family of serial divorcers and his partner comes from people who are married and stay married and live together for their whole life. So you always want what you can't have. Now, I remember growing up seeing some parents of my friends that I wished my parents were like, or, you know, seeing other families where I'm like, ooh, I, you know, I don't really want that in my life. I'm, I'm happy where, where I'm at. So I think when we're kids growing up in those two very separate situations, you always you know, even as children, we know to think, oh, it, you know, there has to be other options. So I think your partner in living, maybe she's, maybe she, she was bored with the whole living together, being married and yeah. living in the same place and not going anywhere and, you know, not having other partners and that sort of thing. And I think that your partner sees you as, a, as an ex escape from that. And whereas at the yeah. same time, I think our listener comes from a family that you know could you could say is quote broken in many ways i don't say that but that's what society would say and our listener was looking for someone who had that comfort of family all, around them all the time and they've both come together and that they've both realized that they don't want kids and they're happy with how they are so they each yeah. have something that they bring to the relationship it's brought them together even though they're they're growing up and their formative years were so completely different. They've both realized that they can live together in a median, you know, they found a, yeah, a middle, yeah. a middle earth where they can live together. Um, where it, at the same time, it, by not getting married, the reader is kind of honoring his family and by living together and being monogamous, his partner is honoring her family. So I, I think that they've found both found a way to, honor their past by living their future and their life yeah. do you know what i mean so yeah. i think yeah it is a bit of rebellion yeah. you know you were born you know you came from a i'm, I'm not i'm not saying the word broken i am divorced i have three different children i have three children from three men i'm not ashamed of it i you know so when i say the word broken that's obviously not coming from me it's from what society would probably look at your family so the reader's mom was divorced twice um, and they probably say, oh, yeah. you know, single mom divorced twice and put all the blame on her. So I'm not, someone else probably does. But yeah, so they've both rebelled from how they were raised, but have found this lovely middle ground that they can both live in and have decided that they're happy that way. And I'm, I'm yeah, really happy. I'm, I'm happy for them. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm a little bit jealous. I wish I had found that at an early age as well. Not necessarily not having yeah. kids, but I wish I had found that middle ground and someone that I could relate to so well, even though you're from such different backgrounds. Um, yeah. it, that would have been really nice. So hold on to what you've got. You're very fortunate. And I know these two personally, we both do, and they're lovely people. And I'm really happy that yes. they're together and that they're in our lives. So that's yes, what we can say definitely. about the first part. Now, what about the yeah. second part? I don't <laughs> why oh, are people boy. getting married and why do they have want to have children? That's such a huge question. Well, I don't know if we can answer it because there are so many mitigating factors in that statement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Some people we can are speak forced. from the experience. Yeah, I you can go say ahead. why I want to yeah, get married. Yeah, yeah, because so. you, you enjoy it. You, you were looking forward to it, weren't you? Not that I wasn't, but. Well, 
So it's weird because yes, I grew up with the, the entire fantasy in my mind of getting married and having the family and having kids and all those things. And then with time, I discovered that actually that was just what I was taught, told and taught that it was meant to happen. You know what I mean? Catholic like, school. Um, Catholic school. I, Yes, exactly. <laughs> Catholic raising, yeah. That's it. Get married. Um, oh God. Have <laughs> kids. Yeah, and then well, maybe because my mom also died when I was young course, and everything. Um, I I I was kind of um, holding myself onto that prototype of traditional family, so I that's why I wanted to get married. But then. Um, when my when my husband asked me to get married, it was because we were moving to a different country and we, and he didn't have the oh yeah of course <laughs> he couldn't come here anyway but there we go he's not illegal okay I mean yeah he's not illegal and he's able to work because exactly we are and to be honest for us it's just a paper I mean I I didn't do something big I just we just had a wedding but it was a party and we had our closest friend and I had the time of my life on that night I had so much fun like I can't remember it as a as a marriage you know I, I remember it as a party a celebration of our love and moving and going somewhere else together and saying goodbye to our friends as well mm-hmm. so that's the thing and then the having kids part um we spent four years into our marriage before having a kid so that tells you how unprepared (laughs) I was and actually the whole um pregnancy was very quickly you know like um we said with my husband oh maybe we can try having a kid and then we just discuss how how long it took to many of our friends to get pregnant and everything so you're fertile I am super fucking fertile. Like, honestly, I just... Uh, I'm so fertile, I have to take my uterus out. Okay? (laughs) Okay? Someone could look at me... Someone someone could look at me from across the street and be like, oh, God, not again. (laughs) I had to get it all out. I... I, I, No. Anyway, go on. And so, yeah, so that's what happened. And to be honest, I wasn't ready. And... If you ask me today, do you want another kid? Will you go through this again? Maybe I'll say no, because it's very exhausting. It's it it felt so lonely. I I don't have a a group or um, support. A, you don't have a support a, group. Support mm-hmm. in here. I still have friends and stuff like that, but they are not going through the same situation. So you can't rely on them, you know. And even yep. though if they are, their kids are maybe younger or older, mm-hmm. so you are not going through the same situation and. That loneliness, I don't wish anyone to go. Yeah, of course. So sad. And and yeah, so if you ask me, I might say no. It depends on how happy I am on the day. But to be honest, um, I love my daughter. I don't want to sound hard. No, no, no. No one thinks that you want her. Yeah, no, no. Don't worry. (laughs) I love her. In a country where you can actually say, I'm going to have an abortion because it's legal. I didn't have an abortion. Exactly. You had a choice. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. So now it's me dealing with the consequences of not knowing, of inexperience and poor advice, probably. Mm -hmm. So anyway... Now she's older. She's my partner in crime. Yeah. And I 
I'm, I'm really happy. Would I have another one uh, today? My answer is no. No, I don't want any more kids. Uh, enough uh, carbon footprint. Yeah, exactly. You could take 47 <laughs> in flights time. in one year. Okay. Yeah. Um, so would do you think that being a mother defines you? No. I will say that being the mother part is just another part. Uh, I, I, my pers- I think that my personality is broken down in many different uh, situations. No, I am. Um, I am a worker. I am an employee. I am a friend. I am a wife. I you're am a woman. Wine, you I are am, a winemaker. I'm a winemaker. It's <laughs> <laughs> my uh, favorite part. <laughs> I am many things. You know what I mean. And one of them is being a mother, but that doesn't define me. No. It's just something else that I'm going through my life. You know, like mm-hmm. I can't even say that being a mother makes me different to anyone else who isn't. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. don't even compare that with anyone else like no no yeah yeah. exactly I think maybe the experience that you've gained from being a mom is the only differentiator between you and another woman do you know what I mean so yeah and that's it it's nothing it doesn't make you better off than her doesn't make you worse we're all equals whether we're moms or not and you know just don't fucking tell me that you have a fur baby and that's your kid because that is the worst if i hear one more person say i'm a mom i have two fur babies you could just go away don't talk to me (laughs) they're they're dogs they're dogs okay wait if they're cats i might have a different outlook on this because i love cats but don't tell me you have two fur babies because it's totally different okay that's not a kid i mean honestly and anyone who has pets i'm sorry i hate pets i fucking hate pets and if i'm never gonna have one in my life and i don't hate the actual animals themselves i don't want to sound like a harsh cow but i don't want no dog i'll get a cat because cats don't need it and i love cats they're so bitchy they're the best yeah yeah, but yeah. Um, no, I would never have a pet and the kids are always like, can I have a pet? Can I have a pet? And I'm like, no, absolutely not because I'm going to have to clean up after them and I hate them. I hate them. The only, thing I, the only thing I don't like about cats is the smell of their wee. I don't like their litter box. That's nasty. You remember yeah. in, uh, what and was they, it, Meet the Falkers or whatever where they taught the cat how to piss on the toilet? Oh, yes. yes. Meet the parents. Meet the, the parents. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. That one. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have a crack at this. Um, So I think the second part of the question, I'm not going to answer. I don't. The reasons that I had my children are very personal. And um, yeah, some of them might not have been the best reasons to have kids, but I've I've never in my life ever regretted any of my children. Um, I think they're great people. I think they've been, they've grown up to be really great and they all have their differences and they're really cool. But um I think I was very insecure when I was younger um and I think maybe I felt that having a child with someone was a good idea at the time and it didn't work out and that's fine um you know I was married before and with that person I was 100% clear that I wanted a child with them I wanted to have a life with them unfortunately due to you know things out of our control we were unable to have that life uh, and I've grieved that and I'm upset about it, but you know, you move on. And I just think that when someone's very insecure, sometimes they make 
decisions that can affect them for the rest of their life. I won't say a bad decision. I'll just say decisions that will affect them. And those yeah. are the decisions you have to deal with, with the outcome of those. And, you know, I have a good time with my kids. We play, we're fun. Maybe my four-year-old drives me absolutely nuts, but I love that kid and I'm happy I had her. Um, in regards to, oh, I will tell you, do not leave 12 years between your kids. Now I know I have, so I have a 16-year-old and a four-year-old and two in between. And it, that waiting that long is probably not the best idea. I, I think maybe having kids every two years, if this is something that, you know, people are interested in, is better than waiting and waiting and having these kids all spaced out. Like, I can't go out to one place with all four of these kids because the older one will want to be there or the younger one. I mean, my oldest is really good and he will come anyway and he'll be fine, but he'll be bored if we go to, you know, a play place or my little one can't come with us to the cinema because she'll want to watch you know a Disney film and we we might want to watch something else so I think that's one hardship I brought on myself is by by spacing them out a lot but I mean whatever I work with it I deal with it um so in, in regards to the I wrote a little blurb actually because I felt really strongly about this defining me being um what mother or wife about and and def defining me as an individual and this person who wrote in knows me very well and I think I think you'd want to hear our answer. So I just wrote that being a mother or wife doesn't necessarily define me, but it's a huge part of my life and it what it's what drives me. So I am fully responsible for being a role model to my children and I take pride in that. But I have a life outside my parenting and marriage. I have, I do, and I always will. So one day, you know, my kids are going to be older and I, they'll be out of the house. And what am I going to do? Sit at home and, and, and think, oh, you know, where are my kids? I and miss them. No, I got, I got shit to do. I'm going to have, uh, you know, yeah. I'm waiting for that day. Let's be completely honest. At this point in time, I'm waiting for the day <laughs> when I can sit at home alone for an hour or more. But... <laughs> I value my time I have with my kids and but no that doesn't define me at all like like you said there's not much difference between me and a you know a woman a single woman either there's things that we can talk about there's things that we can you know discuss there there are things that we can agree on and disagree on but I don't think that that my marriage and my parenting is such a huge deal plus I mean yeah. Jay and I aren't the type of parents to be around to be we're not helicopter parents. Let's just say that our kids do their stuff. We let them do their stuff. They're very, you know, free, free roaming, free range children. Yeah. Um, who, who, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be on their backs 24 seven. What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I trust them. And I trust that they'll make good decisions relevant to their age. And, um, you know, like I said, I just try to be a role. I'm just trying to teach them how to live the, in this world because especially now we, we can see how, how fast it changes and how it goes it switches yeah. the balance switches and they they need to be able to to roll with the punches defend themselves yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. but you know what i thought this question was really well thought out really well written and i want to thank the person who wrote it in because it it made me really think because i don't think like that i'd oh, never yeah, think yeah. yeah would you ever think oh i'm a mom first and then i'm a woman and no. then i'm a sister and then no i'm everything all at once and maybe yes all in one you know, maybe during the school run in the morning when I'm driving, I'm more of a mother than anything else, but it's always going to even out. And um, I really like that. Quite. It made me really think, and I hope other people think as well, that, you know, some people might find that, that the fact that they're a mother is 100% what defines them. And they throw themselves into that 100% and good for them. But that's just not me. Yes. Embrace it. Exactly. No, Enjoy it. it. Yeah. You need to embrace who you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's, 
yeah, and that, that's all we can do. And that's, that's all women can do. And especially now, I mean, God, this lockdown, this COVID, it's scary. And any mom or dad or parent or fur baby parent who is, yeah, but people might be scared, right? And, you know, just hug your children or dogs tight tonight. And you're not a fucking parent if you only have dogs. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I hate dogs. I hate them. You know, when I'm walking down the street and a dog is like, and comes up to me, I'm like, just please, God, get this dog away from me. I like dogs. I had two lovely. I, d- I never had a dog. I think maybe we had one when I was like oh, two. No, I, d- I don't need a dog. I don't need another being that I'm responsible for in my house. And then having to walk them, you think anyone's going to walk? And then clean up the shit in the back garden? No. Serafina is asking for a cat. And I'm like, eh, ask daddy. And, and Luis is get like, get a cat. No. Get a cat. Get a cat. No, no, I need that. No, 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 no. Oh, we got a cat. Where am I we... gonna leave it? Where am I gonna leave it when I go on holiday? Well, we can't go on holidays now. But... Right, exactly. And cats, think... cats will fend for themselves. It'll stay in the house. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I love cats. If I could have fifty cats, so to be honest, on top of that question, I'm waiting for my kids to move out so I can get twenty cats because they're super allergic to them. <laughs> so I'm kind of like Dante. Are you ready to move out yet at sixteen so I can get a cat? No, I'm kidding. I would never. I'm never gonna let Dante leave. Dante's never leaving me ever. You know, when, cat lady. you know when you hear those stories about like a 60 year old boy who like still lives with his 90 year old mom actually I'd only be 80 because I'm only 21 years older than him but um he it, have you ever heard of that and you're like oh what freaks yeah that's gonna be me and Dante like Dante don't leave me you have to take care of me for the rest of my life and he would so anyway hey <laughs> question um yeah. have you watched Hamilton no, I haven't, but everybody's okay. talking about it. Okay. Apparently, apparently, it's impo- it's it's really hype at the moment because compared to other musicals, Ham- Hamilton's music style has a lot of rap, hip-hop, okay. R&B. I don't know. I have to watch it, Daniela. Let's watch okay. it and we discuss this next okay. in the next podcast. All I've heard is Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton! And like it's sold out everywhere. And God, if you try to get a ticket, it's nowhere, blah, 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 blah. Now, I like shows, okay? The, most recently, we went to go see um, The Book of Mormon, which was the funniest freaking thing I've ever seen in my life. It was hilarious. So, isn't yeah, it the best? And we also had tickets oh, for it. Phantom of the Opera. But guess what? It's not playing. Whatever. Small price to pay. First world problem. So, um, Hamilton. Everyone's like, watch it, watch it. It's so amazing. So it came out on Disney Plus. So the day it came out, I, I said to Dante, I said, "Do you want to watch Hamilton?" And he was like, "Yeah, okay," because he loves American history. I don't know why. And um, so we sit down, and watch it, and we didn't realize it was all music. Like, there's no speaking in it. It's just music. Oh. It's just singing and rapping and stuff. So after ten minutes, he was like, uh, "I'm gonna go upstairs," and I was like, "Okay." And so I watched the first half to the intermission, but I haven't finished it. So why don't we do that? Why don't we take some time? We each watch it before next week, and then we can come back and have a discussion with it. And our listeners can watch it before next week as well. Yes, and tell us their thoughts as well. But I will like to say one thing. Did you ever watch Mindhunter on Netflix Mind about Hunter. about the FBI people who would yes, go visit? Yes, yes. You know the main guy in it, the the young the main, main dude. One. He's the yes. voice of Kristoff in Frozen One and Frozen Two. Yeah, okay. singing, singing and everything. And he's also the king in Hamilton. <gasps> I know. Okay. I'm he's so cute. Him. Oh, he's really cute. So, but he spits a lot when he sings in Hamilton. So, 
yeah well yeah no literally it's like now i can remember his voice you know now you're saying it i'm trying to remember the voice of the character how would you think the guy from mindhunter to be singing like in disney films and in plays it's really cool i like him no he's really good he's amazing i think he did singing before acting okay good as christoph i still haven't seen frozen (laughs) 2 i don't want to see frozen 2 i think frozen's stupid i don't like it so i thought the movie was dumb i haven't even like it's been on 400 times in my house frozen 2 but i haven't even i'm like (laughs) all i know is that there's a song no i can't even into the unknown yeah into the unknown that's all i've heard because i will walk around into the unknown i'm like oh god at least she's singing that and not like I don't know. Or show yourself. Baby got back. <laughs> I mean, she was walking oh. around singing Cervix oh. a lot. I love it. Um, no, she started watching YouTube, so we'll see what she comes out with this one time. Oh my God. Okay, this one time, my sister, she came to LA with us, and my niece was five, and she was saying, Oh, well, you know, one time she was watching YouTube, and she ended up on this video of like something where it's like titty titty bum bum and my husband was like i know that video is it this one and he looked it up and she was like yeah how do you know it yeah so she showed it was it was gross and it has it's gross don't look it up if you look up titty titty bum bum or whatever you'll 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 see it (laughs) anyway okay so let's do that okay so listeners we've got OKSorryBut.com website where you can get all of our social media information, including our email address. Yep. We are requesting questions from you. If you want yeah. any advice, like you heard today, we're not professionals, but I think it's always nice to get someone else's advice. So, you know, imagine you were planning on doing something and you just wanted a random person's advice. What are you going to do? And you don't want your family to know. You just send a, a, an anonymous question, don't you? Exactly. Uh, and we will keep yeah. it anonymous. Um, again, I didn't know if this person wanted to stay anonymous, so I've, I've kept them. Um, yeah. I've kept them like that. Um, and so, yeah. And if you want to promote your business to our, you know, number of listeners, there may be not that many, but there are a few. Um, no matter where you are, just over hundred, over hundred. In Canada only. No, no, no. In the uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was lady. over hundred in Canada. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah um, and the UK yeah we got yeah. the UK we got Canada we got Spain Argentina we got Argentina we got Czech USA Republic. Czech Republic uh, I think yeah. I know who that is and we got uh, our New Zealand friend who I'm obsessed yeah. with so I want them to New Zealand person you know um, Let, who are you who yeah. are you yeah show yourself um, yeah, show yourself New Zealand show yourself Everybody send us questions. Ask us for advice if you want it. Um, we are not professionals. Do not take our advice. FYI. We're friends. Go to our website. Uh, let us know if you want to, you know, tell people what you're selling or your websites even. I mean, we don't care. Uh, like I said, it costs us nothing. And if it can bring you some extra business these days, then, you know, do it. Um, use Enchanted Limousine and if you're in Vancouver only or the lower mainland and you know there are a lot of people if you go on the uh, reviews that are just raving about Carl so you just go on there I think they've also just got a brand new limo so you'll be riding in style um and yeah thanks for listening thank you Jay for being my chatty buddy I'd also like to say one last thing um we are going to record three episodes and then we are going to throw our hat into apple podcast and see if they will Woo-hoo! accept our podcast into there so um we're just going to record three i know this one was a bit less 
funny and a bit more serious. I think in the next one I might, I might even have a tipple while we're chatting. So that might be fun. Or Helene, uh, sorry, Jay did say that maybe we should use some, you know, recreational drugs, but I had to remind her that they're not legal here and uh, we are not located in Canada. So we can't do that. And I don't do them anyway, because it's really bad. I want to go to the hospital and tell them that everything I've done. <laughs> but so I might have a tipple. We'll try to get a Jay to have one as well. Um, we had a bit of a more serious call this week, but look forward to the same as last week, same as this week, merge together and feel free to give us feedback because that's what we're looking for, really, is feedback. What can we do better? What do you want to exactly. hear? What do you want from us? Because we're here for you. Yeah. And what us. Do you want from us? We're here for you and us <laughs> and our sanity. Yeah. And I swear to God, it is almost gone. So you let us know. We're excited. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. So. No, I'm going to say goodbye and good night and see you soon. <laughs> goodbye. Good night. Have a nice evening. We do have to come up with like a catchphrase to say like bye. And my son did send a little song for the end of our podcast. It's adorable. Um, I could play it into my microphone, which is kind of lame, but I haven't put it onto my laptop because don't forget we are working full time as well and we don't really have yeah. time to do all this work. But here, I'll... Um, when we say bye, I'll play it into my microphone from my phone. So don't don't hate on the on my sixteen year old son's no piano music that he wrote for us. Okay, rude. Anyway, I'll wait for Jay to come back to life, and then we will say okay. Have a great night. I'm back. And, I'm back. I'm back. Okay, and we will record Wednesdays going forward. Love you. Even though, even though it doesn't help with the Wi-Fi, we're gonna figure it out. And we, I'm gonna upload this tonight and we'll put it on our social media that we are uploading and i'll play our outro music and we're off